What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Ballin' with Tyler Todd. And today we have a little recap of the first two games of the Conference Series for the National League and the American League. So first we're going to start off with the American League Conference Series. This, truthfully, I really think, and I, I just it's hard for me to admit, but I really do think that uh, the winner of the American League Series is probably going to be the World Series winner, truthfully, because I just don't know if, obviously I am a Padres fan, but I just don't know if the Padres or if the Phillies win as well. I'm not going to count them out, but I just don't know if, I just don't know if they have the strength to beat the Astros. It would pretty, it would be pretty epic if the Yankees did beat Houston. But anyway, so starting with the American League series first. So we have Game One. Astros ended up winning four two. Okay, so Astros already up, absolutely. You know, came back and freaking absolutely destroyed the Guardians in a massive. Comp- no, 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 that was the Yankees. Excuse me. Astros thumped the Mariners. Excuse me. Three just swept them in the divisional series. So Astros have an easy route. They been one of the hotter teams this year but the first game of the championship series the series before the world series astros win four to two so on that night we had a three three and four night from jeremy pena one and four night from yuli guriel two of three night for Chaz mccormick justin verlander just dealing at 38 years old it's absolutely insane through six innings only allowed three hits one earned only one walk and 11 strikeouts and the bullpen came in only gave up one earned run Ryan Presley shut it down with uh, an inning in one-third or inning in .12-thirds innings pitch with three strikeouts, struck out the side. So Houston, yeah, is just looking dominant. So I don't really know how to how I feel about the series. Obviously, I want the Yankees to come back and actually, you know, I want them to beat the Astros because I truly do think, like not I'm being biased, but I really do think the Padres are going to beat the Phillies, and I think the Padres just match up well against the Yankees more so than the Astros. But now, going to the Yankee side, obviously just not a lot of offense the entire game. They had two hits, and it was from Giancarlo Stanton. Wait. No, 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 no. No runs, excuse me. Five hits. So we had Giancarlo Stanton, two for four. Anthony Rizzo, one for two. Harrison Bader, one for four with a solo bomb. Rizzo had a solo bomb as well. So, yeah, and then Jameson Talon, four, 4.1 innings pitch, four hits allowed, one earned, three walks. Yeah, then Clark Schmidt came in in relief and gave up two earned runs. Frankie Montes came in later, gave up an earned run. So, yeah, it's just been it's been a really tough series so far. And then, obviously, the Astros won last night. So, yeah, I just don't. This one actually was much closer. It was only 3-2. So, the Yankees are, it's not like they're losing these games by, like, getting blown out. It really is just, it's been, the, the Astros pitching has been very, has been pitching very well. And then, the Yankees haven't been able to capitalize on the mistakes of the pitching because it's been so well, and the Astros have been able to capitalize on the bad pitching of the Yankees, which is like weird because like the Yankees have like a good pitching staff. It's not extremely good, but like it's it's one of the better ones. But so for the Yankees on the night, Luis Severino, the starting pitcher, five point one and two thirds innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs, one rock, one walk, six strikeouts. Gleyber Torres was one for four with an RBI. Aaron Judge one for four. Harrison Bader one for three. Yeah, only four hits for the Yankees lineup, so not really just not doing a whole a whole lot of action. And then Houston got all of their three runs in the third inning on an Alex Bregman three-run bomb, two for four that game. Yuli Gurriel was two for three. Martin Maldonado was one for one. Jordan Alvarez, one for four. Jeremy Pena, one for four. Altuve's on like an 0 for like 22, 23, like hitless streak. He's just absolutely sucking right now. So, and that's the scary thing is too, he's, 
probably like the second best player on the team, and he's and their their Astros are just crushing people. So, Framber Valdez on the mound for them, seven innings pitch, only allowed four hits, no walks, no hits, and nine strikeouts. And Ryan Presley came in again, struck out the side, or gave up a walk, and then struck out three straight. So it's just. Yeah, it's 2-0 in the series, and actually I'm trying to look and when the next scheduled game is. So they're playing tomorrow because the, the third game of the NLCS is today. So, yeah, it's pretty – Yeah, I just maybe going back to New York will help the Yankees give them a little boost, but I just don't really know how I feel about the Yankees moving forward. I just, like I said earlier, I'll – I'll, I'll talk about it at the end if I'll do like my make make believe uh, World Series matchup, but so moving to the NLCS between the Phillies and the Padres, two wild card teams that have just absolutely been hot in the month of September and October. It's just been oof, it's crazy, man. It's I don't think I don't think anybody in baseball you could pretty much ask any baseball fan. I don't think any true baseball fan would say, oh, the Padres and the Phillies are uh, are series away from being the NL World Series representing team, like. No way in shit, dude. So, like, it's pretty crazy. So, the first game in the series at Petco, both both of the, the first two games were at Petco. It was really good for San Diego because get off on the right foot. Really a quiet game. Only 2-0. Two solo bombs given up by Darvish. And that's it. Harper solo bomb and then Schwarber. Schwarber's bomb was 488 feet, 120 off the bat. It was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, during the broadcast, it's the longest postseason home run in the stat cast era it's the longest one and it's like the second longest in that park in petco so it's pretty remarkable and then zach wheeler just absolutely bumped on the mound seven innings pitched only allowed one hit the entire game one walk and eight strikeouts so the padres just struggled so obviously i'm not going to go to the padres stats because i mean the only thing i'll talk about is darvish but yeah myers was the only was the solo was the was the lone hit in that game and it was like a single up the gap so yeah, pretty lame. You Darvish, seven innings pitched, three hits, two earned, one walk, seven strikeouts. Dude, you can't ask anything more from that guy. Only two solo bombs against a pretty power-heavy lineup. So, yeah, and then Martinez came in relief, only two strikeouts, one inning. Luis Garcia, one inning. So, yeah, bullpen's been hot too, man. Padres' bullpen has been really getting after it. So, yeah, Padres was that first game. Pretty demoralizing after – you know, beating the Dodgers, coming off that massive victory against them, like how amazing that must feel. But yeah, it was just, I don't know, it was a pretty interesting game. And then moving to game two did not start off well for the Padres. So I'll just start with them first for pitching. So Blake Snell went five innings, allowed five hits, four earned, one walk, and six strikeouts. Like five of those hits were like all singles. So the the Phillies came in the second inning and scored four runs in the second inning. On like five, like four or five singles, like these little bloopy shit singles, like broken bat single blooper. Solo, uh, Soto missed a ball in the right field because of the sun that dropped. Someone scored. Profar like didn't get a good read on a ball that he easily could have gotten. He like missed it, so it just was not. Yeah, it was just not. It was not looking good. Pretty much like kind of just lost. De- very demoralizing to be down just. 4-0 already in the second inning and we lost the first game it's like all right well we need to figure it out so then awesome thing is we came right back in that second inning off a of, which is so rad off of austin nola's brother aaron nola who's the pitching for the who pitched for the phillies that game i mean was doing looked legit first inning looked legit but then he gave up two back-to-back solo bombs to brandon drury and josh bell get us on the board 4-2 all right looking pretty good 
And then Snell, three and four, five, locks it down, which is awesome. Just like what a what just a really shitty circumstance for Snell to go through. Have all those awful hits and the runs happen in that second inning, but then just deals the next three. Doesn't give up any, you know, doesn't give up any runs. And then the bullpen comes in and just cleans it up. Martinez again pitching two innings because they needed two innings, which is awesome because he used to be like our fifth or sixth guy rotation during the regular season. Three strikeouts, only allowed one hit, just got it done. Robert Suarez, I think, actually finally gave up the first, like, bullpen, like, earned run of, like, the postseason for us, I think. Like, him or, like, Stephen Wilson gave up the first one, but, yeah, Robert Suarez gave up, like, a solo bomb to Reese Hoskins that was just absolutely smashed on the first pitch, just attack fastball. So, it doesn't matter. After that, just settled in fine. Then Josh Hader came in, closed out the game with three straight strikeouts, just absolutely dealing so nuts. But then now moving on to the fifth inning of that, of this game, the bottom of the fifth inning, Nola's, you know, still dealing. It's getting kind of, you know, back and forth. Guys getting on base finally. And the Padres just erupt in the fifth inning. Huge inning needed it. Manny Machado, three for five. Brandon Jury, two for four. Josh Bell, three for four. Uh, Hassan Kim, one for three. Austin Nola, one for four. Pretty much sparked, got a single RBI off his brother. Like, how rad. Soto hit a massive double, got the, another two guys in. Drury single two guys in it's just insane. So then, yeah, all six <laughs> six earned runs to Nola in that inning. Brad Hand came on in relief and gave up like yeah two hits allowed. He didn't even he didn't even get it out. Yeah, he he didn't even get it out. He gave up two hits and one earned. He's just and two of those and two of those earned runs were to Nola. So yeah, it was pretty it was pretty hysterical. And then David Robertson came in later in the game. After that massive fifth inning for the Padres. And the seventh inning, dude, Manny Machado just like tattoos. Absolutely just tattoos a freaking home run off of. It was off of off of Kyle Gibson, but charged to David Robertson. So, yeah. So, late insurance run, and then haters came in and locked it down. I think there was a stat. I may have missed it, but he was like the first, post, first pitcher in postseason history to like retire eight straight people by like strikeouts some just crazy ass shit making it happen so super stoked man so yeah game three action tonight 4 37 p.m Padres Phillies in Philly for three straight games so it's going to be tough I really I think they're up to it though we got Java Joe on the mound tonight I don't know who's pitching for Philly I'm assuming it's going to be here here we go we got MLB.com pitching matchup here we go starting lineups as well we'll rip we'll rip that off real quick Okay, here we go. Going down the list. So Padres, Joe Musgrove. All right, so the Phillies, it's left-hander Ranger Suarez, 10-7, 3.65 ERA in the regular season. So second, start of the 2022 postseason. Uh, this article saying he struggled with his command in game one of the NLDS against the Braves at Truist Park, allowing a career-high five walks in just three and one-third innings. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Somehow, perhaps miraculously, he made just enough pitches to allow only one run. That's very lucky. The Phillies are hoping for a bounce back from Suarez against the Padres. Um, on June 23rd, he allowed two runs in seven and one-third innings against San Diego. Okay, so he's the last game he pitched against them. Two runs is pretty solid. Starting lineups. Okay, so here we go. This is from the Padres on the article. Expert man, uh, expect sorry, expect manager Bob Melvin to shake up his lineup against the left-hander. He has a tough call to make with Brandon Jury, Josh Bell, and Will Myers seemingly vying for two spots. I mean, it's not really tough. Brandon Jury absolutely smashes against lefties, and Will Myers really hasn't done anything this postseason. Josh Bell really has been struggling as well, even though that last game he was freaking three for four. But 
After Jurian Bell each homered in Game 2, it's possible that they will remain in the lineup against Suarez. The Padres also faced an interesting decision in the leadoff spot with Jerks and Profar and Hashan Kim as options. So this is just a makeup. It could not be the official one. We have Profar leading off, Soto hitting second, Machado hitting third, Jury hitting cleanup, and then Cronenworth. Cronenworth batting fifth, followed by Bell, Kim, Grisham, and Nola. So it's pretty much been that. It really has been that same lineup. Really has been switching. Kim may go to first, may hit leadoff, and then Profar, like it literally said in the article, that's the only interesting decision to lead off. So I just switched those two because they've both played well in that spot. And then for the Phillies, Philadelphia returned to his right handed hitting lineup against Musgrove, meeting center fielder Brandon Marsh and shortstop Bryson Stott, replaced Matt Vierling and Edmundo Sosa, respectively. So the game three lineup Kyle Schwarber leading off, followed by Reese Hoskins, then JT Remoto, Remilto. Bryce Harper hitting cleanup, but also DHing. Castellanos in right field, Bohm at third, Bryson Stott at short, and then Gene Segura at second, and Brandon Marsh in center field batting last in the lineup. So, yeah. And then the bullpen lineup against the starter, I'm not even concerned with our bullpen, dude. Like, it's just absolutely just crushing it. So, and then the article goes on who is hot and who is not for both teams. Yeah, it's. Machado and Grisham have hit three homers apiece this postseason, trailing only Harper and the Yankees Harrison Bader for the most in this year's playoffs. Mm. Myers and Kim, who, while solid defensively, are hitting below the Mendoza line. Yeah, not not good. Not doing too good. Harper, obviously, is if, yeah, uh, he may, even if they don't advance, he may win the NLCS MVP, like, or the, the postseason MVP because he's fucking, like, over, batting over 400 and has, like, five home runs. Like nine RBIs, just absolutely crushing it. So it's going to be an awesome game three, dude. I'm uh, very excited, and I think the Padres have a very good chance of taking a 2-1 commanding lead in Philly. So let's hope it happens. But thank you all for checking out this episode of Bomb with Tyler Todd. I will see you in the next one next Friday at whatever time, because this wasn't at 5 p.m. today. This is at 1240, because I wanted to get it out before the third game started. But thank you all for checking out. See you in the next one. Peace.